everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm not done talking about George Santos, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is Ian. I don't, I don't know if he's on the list this week, but we can throw oh, him in. He, he snuck a lion this week. He did. He got a new lion. I guess we'll do <laughs> it right just, off the bat. Yeah, I mean, it's real quick, but... He was telling people that he was a producer on Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> a failed Hollywood Broadway production. How, how do you think you're going to get away with any of these lies? Like, they're so ridiculous. <sighs> yeah, Congressman from New York. Yeah. And why, the, why that one? Anyway, go on, sorry. <laughs> on this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in our con- on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you can still post to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, I don't know. I, I, I actually don't know. I got to follow up on GMOs just because I read this and it irritated me. So we'll, we'll get to that later. Mm, I wonder what side you're on. <laughs> but but first, there was something that was asked of us right at the end of the last show, right after we stopped recording. So, and I thought it was really ridiculous, so I had to throw it in here. Gary Peterson. We were asked about Gary Peterson mm-hmm. um at the end of the last show and what the deal is with his paintings. Um he has, let's see, it's a podcast, so you can't see this painting. Um, he may, he has made multiple paintings. The one in in particular has, it's an image of Trump as like, I don't know, a Pope? I think Mary. Yeah, that's Mary. It's Mary holding Jesus. And then he's, he's holding a little Don Jr. up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go any fucking further. (laughs) Yes. Is this, is this the guy who paints all those weird pictures of like, Trump crossing the fucking Delaware like George Washington or people uh, like he like, he has painted other paintings. I don't know if he did that one. Okay, now two and tell me if I'm wrong, but one that doesn't really look like Don Jr. on the painting. It also looks like a Photoshop face. Yes, I mean it's it's a bad painting. <laughs> okay, the uh, the painting is bad, but that face is not part of the painting, is it? Well, the, the Trump doesn't look like a Trump either, so. No, that is an unflattering Trump <laughs> face for him. I'm a lot f- of his Trump images are really not flattering. So I did a brief amount of research on this guy, and he has a whole bunch of different paintings. They don't look anything like Trump for the most part, but you you know that it is. What's his name again? Gary Peterson, Gary and there Peterson. are there oh, are several Lord. Gary Petersons. <laughs> I'm gonna have fun with this. <laughs> but as it turns out, I I think my end all is he's a troll. He's just trying to troll Trump, troll the Republicans. You think so? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are fantastically bad po- photographs. <laughs> okay. Pictures. Yeah. Having looked at this one, he's gotta be because no way. <laughs> Yeah, that that's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> so love <what>? it. <laughs> so wait, is this a troll that they haven't figured out yet? And then so Don Junior took a photo with him. 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. Which is just amazing. Oh, here's a good one. I like this one. This one, this one is is him as the Cowardly Lion, which is amazing. There you go. There's a good one with Kimberly now, Guilfoyle really? modified. <laughs> yeah, and I, that is a total total Photoshop job. Okay, yeah. so yeah, is the other real. so is the other photo of Don Jr. standing in that photo photoshopped as well? Uh, unknown, maybe. <laughs> yeah, because some of his photoshopping is generally better than his others. <laughs> Uh, he did oh, just God. post something about two minutes ago. It's him sitting at the State of the Union holding up one of his paintings. He's selling a lot of these on eBay. <laughs> Is that where they're available? I've been Googling and not yeah, being there's, successful. There's not a lot of pictures, but on eBay, there's quite a few of them here. Okay. In any case, he's just a troll, but a funny one. So, And some of his images are so ridiculous. Uh, and to be so, honest, I think... Oh, no, this, no these, pic- these I'm sorry, Ian. These ones I'm looking at are John McNaughton. I think that's the guy I was talking about that does, like, okay. real ones. Like, here's Trump trying to teach a man how to fish with that old saying, you know, teach a man to fish, blah, blah, right. blah, that bullshit. <laughs> also, the kid has a book on socialism, it looks like. Uh, one of, he, he's clearly not going to, to college down in uh, Florida. <laughs> yeah, and Trump totally looks like the kind of guy who goes down by the lake with his pole, right? Does a little fly fishing. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Passing on his knowledge, yeah. Is a good one. Yeah, I can't find a way to to, to purchase this art. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's got to be. Yeah. Is it real art? Is it just digital art? Not that I guess. If there's someone out there that does digital art, your art is real. <laughs> I apologize. What about my AI art? Sure. Uh, also real? Yeah. Dude, this guy, McNaughton, is selling some of these paintings for like 400 bucks. Yeah. Oh, that's a little steep for my taste. <laughs> oh, good lord. This one is Trump sitting at the resolute desk. Like, it looks like he's, like, trying to pray. And there's Reagan, Washington, uh, JFK, Frederick Douglass, Abraham Lincoln, maybe Harriet Tubman, and a few of them are all resting their hands on his shoulder. Mm. Mm. Nice. I've seen like, that one. Th- seriously, if you've, you've got to be the stupidest motherfucker if you think that this man <laughs> is holy like this. Oh, that he, yeah. that he humbles himself before God. Yeah, right. Yeah. Also, then right. he could even name any of the fucking people in this fucking <laughs> thing. And yet, there are very literally millions of people that are that crazy and or that stupid. Yeah. yeah. Like, <sighs> like 40 million of them. Yeah. Terrifying. Right. I would say it's a smaller portion of that, but mm. did you guys, do you guys um, either probably <laughs> less likely live, but maybe on social media like I do. Do you guys ever follow Jordan Klepper? Do you watch his bits oh, when he does yes. them on the Daily I've seen Show? Yes. yes. Yeah. Have you guys seen the most recent one? Probably not. Where he goes to a Trump rally and he speaks to two older women. Yes. The two and- armies? The good one and the bad one? <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Trump's still the president. What's Trump up to? Oh, he's in charge of the military. Oh, great. So we can thank him for sending all those arms to the Ukraine? No. Why not? I thought you said he was in charge of the military. There's two militaries. There's the real military, and there's a sec- there's a good military and a bad military. Oh, which one's Trump in charge of? The good one. And those people f- believe that that's the absolute truth. Yeah. They found themselves in a corner for five full seconds and made up there's a secret other army. Yeah, you can also <laughs> tell that it was very much like, uh, there's two armies? Like, they didn't actually, I don't think they actually believed that. I just, at that time, they were like, well, it's time to make another gymnastic leak through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 
Shit like that's scary to me. Yeah. Well, did, I mean, did you ever see the one where he was interviewing the two girls who had no idea about January 6th? Yes. Yes, and, I and, have. And they had no idea what was going on, and then eventually they're like, I think we're going to stop talking to you. Because they realized that he was like kind of like making fun of them. Right. And he's like, I say January 6th, and that means absolutely nothing to you two. And they're like, nope, nothing. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> the fact that people that voted for Trump are disconnected from reality should not be a surprise to us. Yeah, that's, but that's... some severe disconnect. Yeah, yeah. it is. All right, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to continue with the follow ups. Otherwise, we're just going to be here all night. Okay. Right. All right. Hey, you uh, brought up this painting, man. I, I did. <laughs> well, kind of. I did, I did actually want to go back and and thank uh, the person who who asked about it, and I don't remember who it was. Oh, it was Spin Jim. So you can thank Spin Jim for that conversation. So other follow ups. Iran. I marked this down as Iranians dancing in the streets. Um, kind of, sort of. So during the protests, an Iranian couple, social media influencers, so, you in, know, in Iran? that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so they were getting married, they're engaged, and they decided to dance in the main square in the capital of Tehran. That, that sounds fine, like they posted on social media. They're, they're social media influencers, so they, they posted it online of them dancing because they're happy that yeah. they're getting married. They have since been sentenced to five years in jail each for spreading corruption and vice, assembly and collusion with the intent of disrupting national security. Yeah. Wow. Damn, Iran. I thought you were trying to come into the 21st century. No. That's, they are. That's why this is happening. Oh, the, you mean the people are trying, but not the government. Uh, <laughs> correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Correct. We're trying to barely hang on to the 2020, but that's slipping away fast. Well, the sad part about the story is is that I felt good at the end when you said that, Ray. Because they're mm. still alive? <laughs> because, yes, I thought it immediately was going to go to torture. Uh, right. Or something to that effect. Like, they well, are now being whipped or... That might also still be happening, but... Well, yeah, yeah. They are imprisoned in Iran, so... Right, yeah. I'm sure that's not easy living. But, still alive, I'm with Jared. That's a, that's a, a shock and a positive. <laughs> Now, again, would they have, do that? I mean, listen, and I'm not victim blaming here, but would they know that this would happen to them? <laughs> like, is this the kind of shit that routinely gets people locked in jail? Right. That's, I'm curious too. Did they, are they being targeted for being social media influencers and for perhaps having other progressive ideals and this was a, an opportunity to attack them? Or I don't, is it well known that if you dance in the town square in Tehran, you get arrested? I th I would have to go with with A, although I don't have any evidence to support that. But she was dancing without a headscarf in the the square. Ah, whew. doom. So clearly that means yeah. imprisonment. Of course, and, that makes sense. And that you're trying to bring down the government by dancing. Mm. Likely. Well, well as hey, social... someone might see that and try to dance themselves. <laughs> right. Well, as and people guys... they have a million followers, so yeah, they are trying to influence the other people in the country. I'm sure was the argument. They're not reflecting the rest of the populace of the country. Right. Except, really, they are. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> so things are still going to shit in Iran. Yeah. It's so hard to believe, like, shit like this happens. Yeah. In this day and age. Yeah. I mean, I know it does, and it has been forever, but, like, you're just like, wow. Uh, next follow-up. Hunter Biden. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, actually, this is kind of good news. Hunter no. Biden is now seeking a federal probe 
of uh, people who have slandered him oh. over the information found on his laptop. He is uh, filing lawsuits and wanting a probe. Specifically, Hunter Biden's attorneys have asked Fox News host Tucker Carlson to retract and apologize for the false and defamatory claims made repeatedly about him on air, and then also looking into other Trump lackeys, uh, and uh, he, he wants a probe, which I think is hilarious, because if he is so criminal and what's on his laptop is such a big deal, why would he be asking for more of a probe from the Justice Department? Into what's going on? Yeah. Sure. It's almost like he knows he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's the the same thing that the um Dominion voting did. It's like, all right, that's enough. Just stop it now. And, and because you don't stop it, I'm going to sue you now. And take all yeah. your money. Yeah, I'm all for this fight back shit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Uh moving on to some news over in Massachusetts. The legislatures there are coming up with a bill that would allow prisoners to donate organs in exchange for reduced sentences. Oh what, dear. What, what, what the what could go wrong? Oh, my God. Yeah. Under the program, incarcerated individuals could reduce their sentence anywhere from 60 days to one year if they do donate bone marrow or other organs. Bone marrow? Well, even that, that. No, that's just wrong. I mean, that that's really taking us to the next step of the, you know, enslaved um, <laughs> populace. <laughs> that seems very macabre. Yeah. So, like... Not even like future stuff. It's got to be the kind of, like you got to take it out now. Like we're taking one of your kidneys. We're gonna take a shit. I guess you could take a lung if you wanted. Yeah, part of a liver. I could have got myself a fully functioning gallbladder. I don't think they were. No, it's not worth it to replace a gallbladder. You have to go on medication I, for the rest I'm of your kidding. life. But yeah, <laughs> pancreas maybe if you're a type one diabetic. Mm. Yeah, I don't. That's weird. I felt like this should be something that I'm in favor of, but I'm not. Mm. Because now, if this, you know, if you tweak this a little bit, I'm fully in favor of it. If you can make this replace the death penalty, mm. you've won me back. There's no reason to just waste a corpse. If you're going to put someone to death, just take out all their organs and then leave the husk. But what's the incentive for the prisoner to agree to that? None. It just, it's just killing them. We're already, we're already taking their lives. We might mm. as well you know, save some lives out of this horrible process of murdering someone else for, you know, believing they've done something wrong. But As, if I was an emotionalist type person, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd agree with you, but there's something disturbing about it. Well, it, I don't know why, because you're right. It makes no right. sense. And this, you could be saving that, Karen is right about this. <laughs> you, you're very clearly trying to exploit poor desperate people in frightened desperate situations in hopes of you know getting out of being in prison which no one desires a little bit fat that's horribly wrong i'm just well, saying also there's another aspect of that too if you think about it like normally in order to get your sentence reduced in certain ways you have to be good behavior or you know take classes be re rehabilitated or such right now you and, don't even and, need to do that you can be like no, I'm a total scumbag, but I'll lose a kidney. I don't care. Right. Because then, I, you know, we've it's constantly being brought more and more to light. You know, how many of these people are in there on, you know, forced confessions mm. and terrible evidence or no evidence and lazy police work. And, you know, those are people who are already in a 
scared, desperate situation might, you know, be able to be conjoled into something like this, which is horrible. All I'm saying is if you're already going to kill someone, why pump their body full of poison and then dump them in the ground when you could just scoop out all these much needed organs and distribute them to people who are medically in need? I don't think of that as cruel and unusual. It's it just seems like the practical solution to the death penalty for me. This is creepy as shit. Right. Well, no, I have, a, I have a, an argument against doing that with the um, people on death row. And the ar- I would need to know more. The argument is that um, if at any point you can say the phrase, well, at least some good can come out of it, then you've made it easier for people to accept the fact that, that the death penalty is acceptable and it's not acceptable. Oh, but it is to Ian. That's where you're missing the point. <laughs> yeah. True. I, I, um, the reason I'm against the death penalty is because we are wrong way too often. I mean, way too often. My issue is, and, and despite being an atheist, and I know I won't have time to like think about this or even experience it, but I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about somebody just doing whatever the hell they want with my dead body mm. afterwards. Again, I won't have time to think about it or look at it and be embarrassed. <laughs> but on the other hand, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather not have to got, worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I got a legacy to think about, goddammit, Ian. <laughs> Wait, a legacy of your corpse? <laughs> well, you of don't want to be known as the person, you know, who had X done to them after they were dead. You want to be known for the things you did in life, right? Hmm. Right. I, again, Hopefully. But again, I won't be have time to sit around and think about it. So right, well, I won't have zero time. As soon as you're dead, that's done. Mm-hmm. I th- I, th- I thought I had announced on this show many times that my goal is to end up in a uh, scientific research. You know, as yes, yeah. as a cadaver in some sort of PA kids classroom. Like that's that's the dream. So they can look at you and go, "Man, this guy smoked a lot of weed." <laughs> yes. <laughs> look at his lungs. <laughs> yes. What do you think caused this? Oh, weird. What about these weird nodules? Whoa, what's this? Oh, my God, his skull's so lumpy. I'm so concerned. What happened? And then you do more research, and then there'll be better physicians, assistants, and doctors because of it. So the co-sponsor of the bill, I found this interesting. She is arguing that the bill is, is justified because it would restore bodily autonomy to the incarcerated folks by providing an opportunity for them to donate organs and bone marrow. Ugh. What kind of logic is that? This doesn't restore bodily autonomy. No. No, that's just putting, you know, that's just acquiring organs for, for rich people. That's all that is. That's just yeah, disturbing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the other thing. I'd be very curious as to where all these organs were going. Right. And that seems also suspicious because so we can trust prisoners with body autonomy, mm. just not women. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, are you guys aware of this YouTuber called Mr. Beast? I am aware of him. I don't know who he is or what he does or why he's the richest YouTuber in the world, but I am aware that he exists. He is the richest YouTuber because he does a lot of insane type, like, uh, everybody who keeps their hand on this car, the last person will win a million dollars because he's made so much money that he can give away insane prizes for, for doing stupid things. But he also has done like a lot of good things and i just saw one it's like the most popular video on youtube which of course i didn't hear about it because i can't watch his videos they're too frenetic and Mm. made for kids and shit like that he paid for i think like a thousand patients a thousand patients to get their eyesight back yeah five thousand dollars a pop for a 15 minute 
operation that the government won't pay for because we're we live in this capitalist scumbag society. Right. And I was like, that's pretty nice of him to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. That's a that is that is correct. And those are all things that so many other people in his tier of fame and wealth could be doing and they don't. Yeah. No, no. Other your Logan Pauls and your mm. and those they try right. to scam their like like supposedly oh, like most people who I who know about Mr. Beast more than me they're like I like him he does a lot of nice things for people. Mm. So he's the YouTube male Ellen? Uh I, but no not exactly because there's other he's ones. Melon. <laughs> he's Melon. Oh god. <laughs> I thought Ellen was uh, out now. <laughs> he does stuff too but like he does like fun stuff too where he's like hey can you know, can you survive in jail for $10,000 a day and then they wait and see how long it is? I mean, that's it's shit like that. Mm. You know, mm. it's certainly not the awful things I would be doing if I had the money where I'd be paying people to do weird shit just for my entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it was it was nice, even if it was like garnered him, you know, if it's very stunt casting or stunt videoing, you know, to be like, hey, look what I did. But I'm like, homeboy still paid for however many people to get their eyesight back. Yep. Yeah, again, for, for yeah, I, that's fantastic. I, I'm totally with you. That's a lot of people. That's a fantastic thing. I, I just think about how many other people should be doing those things. And like you said, the Logan Pauls of the world are spending that amount of money on a diamond grill. <laughs> yeah. Well, this guy. That's, yeah. Don't, because you'll fucking, you'll fucking break your brain. Because as rich as Mr. Beast is. He ain't close to fucking Bezos or oh, nowhere near. Oh no, fucking no! I'm not talking about that tier of people. I'm talking about right. But the, think about that tier of people and like if they really wanted to make a fucking oh, difference. how much difference they could make in the world if they if they you know were anything other than diabolical scumbags. I know for sure. <laughs> I mean, e- I mean, even even in his tier of people, like if if Floyd Mayweather did one single good thing with his millions and millions of dollars that he's made boxing, I wouldn't hate him. But he never has. And he never he will. He's just a piece of shit from the minute he wakes up to the minute he goes to bed. <laughs> I have no comment. Yeah. I don't really know anything about Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> oh, he just exists and he sucks. Right. Yeah. He also fought, fought Logan Paul, didn't he? Or one of the Pauls. No, but Floyd Mayweather is actually an accomplished boxer, possibly one of the greatest boxers no, of all times. I'm telling you, one of those Pauls fought a legit boxer. Oh, now I'll look it up while we're discussing. I was everything. gonna say I've I've never I've never known that to happen, but that's that if if they are moving up, good for them. Hopefully they have usually usually not uh, Logan, but Jake usually fights retired MMA people and makes them box him because it's only you know one small portion of their skill right. set, and they're you know twenty five years his senior, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I'm the greatest. Watch me on YouTube. Uh, Logan Paul fought Floyd Mayweather Jr. <laughs> Is Logan Paul still alive? Yes, it was a draw. No. That's what I'm looking That's... at right now. Uh, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. Wait, Floyd Mayweather Jr. money? Is that a different Floyd Mayweather? <laughs> Floyd Mayweather Jr. is the person I was referencing. <laughs> I don't know. And either way, good for Mr. Beast. That was nice of him to fix yeah. a bunch of people's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Ray wants to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> tangent on a tangent. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, meanwhile, let's get back to uh, news slash politics. So how about in the Senate, a bipartisan bill being brought up? I mean, bipartisan in the Senate. How is this? You know, that's it's astounding until you find out it is bipartisan because it's Ted Cruz and Joe Manchin. Oh, oh that's who, like half partisan. 
who are two of the biggest beneficiaries of the fossil fuel industry. Uh, they are coming together, as the article says, to unveil their solution in search of a problem. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the bill is called the Gas Stove Protection and Freedom Act, oh my which God. will prevent the Consumer Product Safety Commission from issuing federal funds to outlaw or remove existing gas stoves. It's not even been suggested. The only thing that was said was, ah, yeah, burning things as an open flame in your house puts off gas. It's not good for you. Hm. Yeah, That's when they it. said, <laughs> and I believe when it came to the banning, the person was like, I don't know, maybe one day, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, doesn't seem reasonable at this point. We just wanted to let people know that it's not safe. It should be obvious it's not safe, but yeah, it's not safe. And then, Karen, they (laughs) found a picture of Jill Biden cooking on a gas stove! And they blew this thing wide open! (laughs) Was that a bombshell? (laughs) They're coming after your gas stoves the same way that they're coming after your hamburgers and your guns. They're they're not. Right. Whoever you think they are, they're not. Oh, you wait and see. They will. They'll get him. They'll get him. (laughs) No. I I like how um, uh, uh, Florida governor said that gas stoves are now tax-free in the state of Florida. No sales tax. Meanwhile, it's 8% 8 of stoves in uh, Florida are gas stoves. Most 92% are electric. So that means something. You dummies will believe anything, won't you? (laughs) Just anything they they throw out. Yep. What's the next outrage point? Yep. Yeah. They never have to govern you. They just have to get you riled up about dumb shit. Right, exactly. They never have to come up with a budget bill. They just argue against the one that the responsible people come up with. We demand spending cuts. What kind of cuts do you demand? Well, we can't tell you because it's embarrassing, (laughs) but we demand it. Yeah. Time to get to work, Mr. President. Fuck. Have we gotten to that part of the show where we just complain about shit? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with that. That was the whole show. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Why is every article that I read, why is it. Why is it the the onus of the president to do the compromising? Right. Well, the president needs to compromise on... He doesn't need to compromise on shit. You guys need to compromise. Fuck you. Right. Well, it turns out he's not the one making the laws. You are. Right. (laughs) He just signs them. Compromise. You got to compromise on these spending cuts. You got to compromise. No. No. He does not. What branch of government are you? You're the legislative branch. Go legislate. Jesus Christmas. And present him with something to sign. End of story. None of the none of the titles are ever, you know, McCarthy needs to stop making outrageous demands and just sign a clean debt ceiling bill. Yeah. Not sign. He doesn't do any signing, but propose. Yep. No, it's all about rage and what Fox News can generate rage in the Republicans to keep them just mad at the Democrats so that you never vote for anybody that has a D behind their name. Right, yep. and in the, that line of thinking, we might as well let's talk about the balloon real quick because that's the that's the <laughs> thing right now. Fox <laughs> News has is been... the hottest shit ever, man. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's it's it, we were talking about it before the show. If if Biden would have said shoot it down immediately, he would have been yelled at because the Republicans think that you know oh what's he doing trying to provoke a war and he waited too long now so you know was right. he a Chinese sympathizer and. <laughs> It's all just bullshit. It's- right. He needs to shoot it down immediately. Well, why'd he shoot it down? Why didn't he send out the balloon scooper upper? There could have been something dangerous inside or something valuable inside. He shouldn't have shot it down just because we said to shoot it down. And have he you can listen- bring Chinese throwing stars down on us. <laughs> have you listened to any of the talking points on Fox News? 
their what if calculator mm. has been doing overtime. They're like, yeah. well, what it could be a nuclear weapon, it could be a biohazard, it could be, you know, a new strain of the coronavirus. It could be what was the one thing? It was like solar powered robots could be dropping down on our country in mm. order to, you know, take over the country or said solar powered and I think it was Janine Pirro who yeah. who made this up and it's like it it, it could have just been butterflies. Like what what the fuck are you people talking about? You have no evidence for everything. You're just making making the shit up wholesale, and yet they're supposed to believe it. It could have been a giant balloon slash pinata. Maybe it was filled with candy. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, if Donald Trump was president, he would have flown up there with his super cape and knocked it into space with one punch. He would have flicked it, not even punched it, flicked it. So and also done the responsible thing and not cause a diplomatic issue. Yeah. Right. So or, it turns out that there were three balloons that sailed across the United States when he was president. And he declares that in, on True Social that, um, no, there weren't. So I'm curious as to whether he was told about them, whether anybody knew about them, whether they were just counted as UFOs and we figured it out later or what the actual story about that is. Well, in a weird twist, mm -hmm. we may find out the congresswoman from Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Mm -hmm. Has, is is working on launching a probe to finding out why Donald Trump was not told about these three balloons. Nice. <laughs> I heard something about if he shot the balloons down, uh, Ivanka would have lost her trademark license in China. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not kidding. Yeah, I that sounds so, oh, really. Yeah. Okay. So it's quite so possible he did know about them. Was like, uh, I can't. Ivanka selling shoes over in China. Huh. And just coincidentally got those trademarks when I became president. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's truly miraculous. Yeah. Good well, luck. <laughs> I believe it. What the hell? <laughs> All right. Moving on to some religious nonsense here. Yay. Over in Montana, they're introducing a bill. It's still kind of politics. But they're introducing a bill that would require schools to only teach scientific fact quote-unquote, facts, mm -hmm. not anything that is just a theory. Oh, good God. Uh, so this is them not understanding what that word Correct. means. Yeah. Right. For anybody who doesn't know, a long time ago, people in science decided together that we should not have, we should not call anything a law anymore. We shouldn't, right. we shouldn't have, what are the, what are, the known laws that existed at the time. I don't remember. But, like, the whole idea is once a law is in place, it can't be changed. Law of physics. Right. Right. The law of gravity, that yeah. sort of thing. Okay. But the problem with that is we may get better information in the future. <laughs> So what they decided was to label things as theories, and that way they can they're they're mutable. You can go in and say, "Well, the evidence says this," so we're going to change this theory a hair and make it so so that science can actually define things based on reality and perceivable data. So things like the the theory of climate change, the theory of evolution, it's not they're not called theories because we we're just not sure yet. It's because right. we decided to not call them laws. Here's the preponderance of our knowledge so far. Right. And our evidence. So, this bill would basically... Ban science. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, absolutely. 
I find it interesting that specifically two of the theories that are being targeted are the Big Bang Theory, which, of course, is due to religion. Sure. And the theory of plate tectonics. Plate tectonics? (laughs) Interesting. Why are they going after that? I don't don't have any idea. (laughs) Or maybe it's just a side effect of going after the Big Bang Theory. I think if you acknowledge that plate tectonics exist, you have to acknowledge that the Earth is a sphere. (laughs) That and... That is part of it. The other part is, again, sorry, we just kind of take it for granted because it's absolutely the way things appear to work at the moment. Mm-hmm. But for for someone like State Senator Imrich, plate tectonics and evolution are the only two he is aware of. Mm. So he is assuming those are the big two that he needs to target. <laughs> Not also aware or aware and just trying to be a sinister fuck <laughs> that was we just discussed. Everything in science is called a theory. Right. Gravity. Literally every, every even no matter how certain we are. We get when I was in college, I, I had was curious about that because I, I didn't know that, you know, the change in the terminology because we'd study things like the sliding filament theory, which is a very normal, uh, observable phenomenon of how your muscles contract. <laughs> It's called the sliding filament theory. I was like, why is it only a theory? And then I was like, oh, because I don't understand what the word theory means. Right. <laughs> yeah. They can peel back the skin. They can look with a microscope. They can see that, yes, these filaments are are pulling things along. It's not It's not a because they're not sure if it's happening or they might be. It's happening. You it's also it. because we haven't worked the, the word hypothesis into the uh, it's lexicon. It's too long. Mm. Right. It's too long of a word. People will not accept it. It is the Kentucky Fried Chicken of the science world. <laughs> Everybody has to make a it, Yeah, until so, they call it hype or hypo or hype. But so under this this ruling, anything so it says anything that says theory cannot be taught. So Correct. is it only going to be creationism because that doesn't have a theory in front of it? <laughs> yes, because that is the goal. No, I know that's of the goal. Montana State Senator Daniel Emmerich. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I would think yes. I mean. Uh, again, it would just cut out science. You could still theoretically teach uh, reading, writing, mathematics. Right. Yeah, I understand that. But wow. yes, as far as science goes, you would just have to, uh, I mean. It's fucking diabolical. I, I don't know. And I guess it depends on where you go to school. And I maybe this is just for me, which I find because it directly affects me. Uh, not this guy, obviously. But yeah, in my son's school, he's in the third grade. They don't teach him anything other than math and reading. Hmm. He has no social studies. He has no science. He has no foreign language. He has no... Foreign language in third grade? Anything. That's the best time to learn it, honestly. I understand When he was doing school remotely, he had it last year. So I was hoping that maybe it was still available, but it's not. Hmm. To my knowledge, Ian, and again, it's been a long time since I've been in third grade. Me as well. I hear you. I think it was only reading and... And math for me as well. That's weird to I me. Don't, I don't like I, it at all. I don't remember getting any kind of social studies or specific sciences till at least my sixth grade. Again, even not specific, but I mean, and maybe like not even shifting, a general. I don't even remember getting yeah, a general. Last, oh, see, last year, again, maybe I'm just critiquing the schools harshly on my tiny microcosm of a slice that I'm looking at. You know, last year when they did science and social studies, they would learn, you know, basic things like temperature and weather Mm. and climate or, hey, remember when we had a president named Teddy Roosevelt? He did wild stuff. Mm. Or, hey, 
let's learn for the 800th time about Johnny Appleseed. And I'm like, God, I hate Johnny Appleseed. But at least they were learning some frameworks of history, some frameworks of science. It's nothing now. They don't teach it at all. I don't understand Hmm. it. It's driving me up a wall. Thank you for letting me get that out. (laughs) I do remember learning about Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, John I mean, Chapman. I mean, maybe he's a missionary who wore a pot on his head. Good for him. I don't remember that part, but uh, yeah, I do remember being just mainly yeah, like you know, like there was like the basic stuff, like how to use a calendar. Yeah, like that's gone. Well, also like maybe, and again, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, God, what an insane system we have for schooling. Like, I can't believe that I graduated any of my schooling. <laughs> because I'm like, let me get this straight. I got to go in early in the morning, right? And mm-hmm. do, I don't know how many classes a day, six, seven classes a day? I don't remember. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, again, I, yeah, I don't think it needs to be specific because you are correct. It was a hoax. <laughs> like, their job was not to pass or fail you or to teach you anything. It was to condition you to think that a minimum of eight hours your day is spent sitting quietly and being told exactly what to do. Mm. But I mean, so but that you'd be a good that, little though, worker. But beyond that, though, I mean, there were things going on in that classes that, in each class that you needed to know, and each subject is different, vastly different from the other one. And yes. on top of that, these teachers are not coordinating with each other. So one teacher's be like, <laughs> "I need you to do X, Y, Z by this day," and the other teacher's like, "I need you to do A, B, C by this day." And then on top of that, also here's more work to do when you get home. Yeah. Well, when, when did they and start was, uh, breaking you out into different <laughs> teachers? Because I, th- I think my third grade, it was all the same teacher still. It was one yeah. teacher. No, I'm talking like when I, when I hit middle school, which was sixth grade. Uh, sure. Yes, where, that's where it starts to change. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I'm just like, that is a lot of information to throw at, what are you, 12, 11th and 12 when you hit sixth grade? Like, I can't believe that any of us retained any of that shit <laughs> and managed to pull it off. Like, if you did that to me now, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. What? <laughs> How many classes I got to learn to go to in one day? It's nuts. That's true, but you got that little developing sponge brain. You could soak up a lot more. <laughs> it, it, it must be because it didn't seem that hard to me. Right. Hey, what a great transition. <laughs> Thanks for transitioning onto schools. Uh, the next thing that I have is in Oklahoma, they have mm. passed a school voucher law. Um, That was championed by Ryan Walters. Uh, This is uh, basically everybody gets to pay their taxes into the uh, into, you know, help funding the the public schools, which that's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't have a kid in a local public school, but I will very willingly pay tax money to fund the public schools locally so that the children around me are less than idiots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally get that. and, And I like it. However. Now, in Oklahoma, they can take that money and give them a voucher to the different parents, and then the parents can use that voucher at wherever they want, including religious religious schools. schools. Of course they can. So how did they do this? How did they get it to pass? Well, as it turns out, there was a group of pro-school voucher lobbyists that got together And they said, well, you know, how are we going to do this? How are we going to sell this? And the idea was, well, we'll come up with phrases that make things sound better. Like there's a group called Decoding Dyslexia, and it's an organization for helping kids with dyslexia. But the term decoding dyslexia is kind of off-putting. You don't really know what it is. You don't really know what they do. 
but if you use specific dyslexic parents and put them on your pictures, then it's more friendly. And with that sort of mentality, they were like, alright, well what else can we do? And they came up with some phrases and some words they would use in their advertising, and the one thing that they came back with was that the term grassroots, a lot of people get behind things that are grassroots. If it's grassroots, that means everybody is in on it and everybody is, you know, like-minded. And so they started using the term that this was a grassroots-funded campaign, and it wasn't in any way. They just not. called it that. <laughs> At no <laughs> they point. They lied? <laughs> most of their money came from large businesses trying to get the voucher system going so that they could grift money. Right. But they used the term grassroots and everybody went, yeah, that's got to be better. Well, it's also founded by the founding family of Walmart, who would like a stupid population that it will accept working for, you know, starvation wages and only be able to afford and, it and stop and in their stores. To, to work at the company yeah. store. Right. <laughs> yeah, a lot exactly. of their money came from the Walton fu Family Foundation. Yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised by any of that. Nope. Is an important grift. Um, just to, to mention, there's I'm going to have links on the website. There are also voucher legislation going through the state houses in Florida, North Dakota, South Carolina, and Ohio currently. Sweet. So, yeah, and it's all it's it's really all grifting, uh, trying to get your tax money, which is supposed to go to public schools to help educate the kids around you in your area and giving it to the religious schools who don't have to teach a certain curriculum, don't have to teach science, etc., etc. The American yeah. way. Yeah. So if it comes on to uh, a bill in your local area, vote against any voucher systems. It's just not worth it. No, risk is too high. Don't tell me what to do as an American. What the fuck? <laughs> right. What the fuck you think you, you are? <laughs> now where's my hammer? <laughs> Another homeschooling thing that I thought was right here. Uh, there, the, there was revealed that a homeschooling organization in Sandusky, Ohio, was reported mm -hmm. because it's a Nazi homeschooling group. Uh, they are, uh, they have thousands <laughs> of... Ray was waiting for us all guess. <laughs> they have th thousands of members and distribute neo-Nazi lesson plans to transform kids into wonderful Nazis. Wow. Can I use my Ohio voucher to go there? <laughs> you know, I bet you could. Well, that's not passed in Ohio yet, but... Oh, okay. Well... At some point, yeah. yes. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, uh, sorry, I'll have to click on more about this. Like, this is, this is, a uh, this is, a uh, just parents who are following a homeschooling curriculum and are adding in their own, you know, beliefs and ethics to, to the system, and they are connecting with other like-minded parents that are hoping to do the same thing? It seems a yeah, little bit much. more organized than that, but, fun yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, they're not, they're not, I, I'm looking for if there's a criminal element to this story before I judge anybody. Ah. Um, they have a Twitter. They have, yeah, it's a Telegram channel with twenty five hundred subscribers, so okay. bigger than one would hope. Pretty small, <laughs> but, yeah, and yet way too big. Bigger than what we have, probably. Yeah, <laughs> that's sad. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's just I, I can't weigh in on too. But it sounds like these are people doing nothing wrong. Sorry, nothing illegal. Mm. I don't support anything they're doing other than the homeschooling portion. And the community building, uh, the neo-Nazism less my speed, but lots of things are less my speed. If this were homeschooling 
parents trying to create a yeshiva, I'd be like, two thumbs down, but whatever, go nuts. If these, you know, any, any weird special, like, I don't know. Well, yeah, clearly, they're, clearly they're teaching. wrong in their ideology, but I don't think they're doing anything wrong. Illegal. Yeah. Yes. Teaching Nazism is influencing hatred. It's teaching hatred and bigotry. So it's, it's so not is, the same. So is as teaching a, Islam. What's that? So is teaching Islam. Mm-hmm. And Christianity and, well, yes. but, uh, there's an intensity there that I think you're missing. <laughs> I think what Ian is saying is that no one is breaking the law. And what Ray is saying is that morally you're breaking a moral law. Yes, I, yeah. I, I'm agreeing yeah. with right. that. He's saying that these teachings breed the potential for violence. And I'm saying no more so than Religious killing education. someone for drawing a picture of Muhammad. Sure. I, in, in Germany, it's interesting. This would be illegal. But in the United States, I don't believe it is. Well, and again, Ian, just to make your point, though, I think if the story were that they were teaching these kids that drawing a picture of Muhammad is punishable by death, that I'm sure that Ray would still have a issue with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, it's, it's, it's I'm just saying I'm saying these these people aren't as far from what we cover on this show every single I week. I suppose you're right. So there was a tweet put out by Ohio interim state school board president that said that there's no, absolutely no place for this hate-filled, divisive, hurtful instruction in Ohio's schools, including our homeschool community. I categorically denounce the racist, anti-Semitic, fascist ideology and materials being circulated. You know, you, your point is valid in that if this person put out a same tweet that was about Christianity being taught by the voucher system, saying there's absolutely no place for this hate-filled, divisive, hurtful instruction that is, you know, I I categorically denounce the homophobic, uh, anti-LGBTQ materials being circulated. Right, anti-woman, absolutely. Yeah. All right, point well taken. Yeah, I I mean, these are just... uh, The only thing that I, I objected to the person who just said that, who I'm mostly in agreement with, is... But not even in our homeschools. Yes, even in our homeschools. They have removed themselves from their schooling system Mm. because their ideology is completely separate than what you are making available. Now you're telling them they can't do that at home? No. Mm. No, they absolutely can. You are correct. They are totally wrong. Brainwashing your kids to be hateful neo-Nazi monsters is horrible. But I, I have to, you know... I have to give them the same grace I would give everybody else who does things that I am absolutely objecting to. Uh, so, as a person I, who they would consider a Jew, fuck that shit. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the problem is that there is no law against it. So, if you would like to stop it, write a law against it and get it past the Supreme Court because that's where it's going, and let's have the discussion. Right now, they're not breaking the law, so there's nothing you can do about it. Right. I say ban all homeschooling. There you go. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how that fucking works. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I feel like if I'm in a situation where there's, you know, I live in a rural community or perhaps on some sort of reservation where I don't mm-hmm. have immediate access to schools and whatnot, I think homeschooling could be essential. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to squash all homeschooling. No, I, I know. There are actually a lot of situations. Well, I feel like there's a lot. There's a few legit situations where a kid might need to be homeschooled. And then there's a lot of reasons where the parents are like, I'm going to change the way you think from the Mm. inside and you're not going to get exposed to anything. I have never, ever met a kid who was homeschooled that was not completely fucked in the head. (laughs) 
they are just social fucking weirdos. Even the ones that got that were not taught by Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a similar experience. Okay, it sounds like we've uh, we've wrapped that up. <laughs> Uh, so the next thing I have, uh, working this in real quick, the abortion argument they're referring to as abortion wars. So there's a whole lot of different lawsuits going on that I was not aware of, specifically at CVS. And there was another company that I don't, I don't have in front of me, but apparently these different companies like CVS that have pharmacies are requiring their workers to provide what they are considering, not the company, but the people, anti-abortion or their ab abortion pills, even though that they're not really abortion pills, they're contraception, but because Plan B. Yeah. they're like abortion-inducing drugs or abortifacients, um, the people are having objection to selling them or prescribing them or filling the prescription. They're not prescribing. So CVS has been firing these people for not doing their job. Oh, good. Well, apparently, there are hundreds <laughs> of lawsuits against CVS for doing this. Um, Wait, I'm confused. Is the story that CVS is forcing people to take these abortion pills that work there against their will? <laughs> no. Is that no. the story? Oh, no? no? Oh, so they just have to give the people who actually want them. Right. Right. What is the fucking problem? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that's their job. And yeah. if they don't do their job, they can be fired. Hey, wait a minute. I sell houses for a living. If I don't like a house and my client wants the house and they're willing to pay for it, and I'd be like, well, I can't sell you this house. I think it's fucking disgusting. I would never <laughs> live in this house, and that's my own personal belief. Therefore, you can't have the house now. A-frames are unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Ian for the hot take on A-frames. I'm sorry. I'm tall. I hate A-frames. <laughs> That's reasonable. <laughs> I got no problem with them, buddy. <laughs> Glide right through. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Or, yeah. or an Ian's job is like, I don't like Apple. Apple fucking sucks. I'm not working on your Apple product. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I'm not going to sell you one. That's outrageous. Yeah. Honestly, any if you apply that to literally anything else, <laughs> it's mind-blowingly bizarre. Yeah. Mm. And yet, no matter what one. my things, even if it's, yeah, I can't be like, no, go back and get a Diet Coke. You look a little fat. <laughs> like, that's the... I, just, I don't know, Jared. I don't know. Except that they're going... The, the All these cases are probably going to go to the Supreme Court, and they're probably going to win. Well, oh, probably I one or two are going to get directed that far, and then when they sure. win, it'll affect all the rest of them. Right. I don't see what, under what... I mean, I know it will, but, it, like, I'm always curious how they twist this into a thing. Like, why do other people have to conform to what you believe? Well, I, I, I'm kind of torn on this one. And the only reason is because they're really into business rights. The businesses have the right to do whatever the fuck they want. But that's so, that's a that's a decoy. They want to be. They want to yeah. you to see them as pro business. But what they are is anti non Christian. True. Because if you, True. for a moment, stop that Christian from forcing their religious beliefs onto other people. That's re religious intolerance on your part. That's their argument. Mm. I mean, what if I worked at CVS and I was part of some religion that stated, like, there's too many people in the fucking world and we need to cut down on the population. So anytime somebody came in and bought a, toothpa a, a toothbrush, I dropped abortion pills for free. 
in the bag, <laughs> right? And then when CVS is like, you can't do that, I'd be like, well, that's my religious right. I that We follow this rule that we need to kill more babies in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, how dare you? And clutch my pearls. I'm going to the Supreme Court. I mean, that's the same thing, is it not? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm imposing my asinine religion on somebody else. <laughs> and my my boss is telling me I can't do that. It's I, yeah. As long as you're paying for them and it's not theft. Right, no, but I hear you. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay, say I so, Karen, so say I do buy wait, them. Yeah. 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 Cuz I'm I'm very much been on this 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 the the Jared's on and I'm very in favor of of what he is saying. And I've been toiling over it for several weeks now cuz he brought it up it comes up often because we talk about religion often. Am, are we missing something? And I'm asking you specifically, Karen, mm. because as a cisgendered hetero white male, I've never been told by someone that I need to do what they say. Mm. So am I, is this just shocking and new for me? Or is this really as inappropriate as it feels? Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah. Thanks. Hypatia agrees. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it. it yeah. It, it, I've been. I mean, j down to the most, uh, the the simplest of things, being told by some random person that I should smile more often. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I just. That's why I wanted to test the waters. I was like, well, I'll ask Karen. She's been oppressed most of her life. Yeah. As a woman, so so maybe I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting this 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 forcing peaceful beliefs is starting to spill over onto my privilege and I'm like what the fuck that doesn't feel good get out <laughs> yeah I mean it, it, it's yeah for, for a lot of people it's just you know you, you kind of get used to it after a while oh you can't it feels terrible no. I want to be I want to help you fight more <laughs> Jared is right <laughs> I mean I, I'm, I'm trying to apply any logic to it it's blowing my yeah. mind yeah like no I can't sell you those hot dogs because I can't eat pork. Mm. Yeah. Or <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. Right? But you work in a barbecue place. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> That's my right. Yeah. Yeah. And then right. Burger King's like, hey, asshole, it's burger. It's in the fucking name of the place. <laughs> and they'd be like, I don't know. I'm taking a Supreme Court, asshole. And the Supreme Court would be like, well, I don't know. He's a vegetarian. It's what he believes. <laughs> Is he a Christian vegetarian? Yes. Jainism. Then he's in the right. Yeah. <laughs> I have a quick story. I'm somehow reminded of uh, Uncle Roger. Do you remember Uncle Roger? Have you ever seen Uncle Roger's yes. YouTube videos? He's an uh, uh, Asian guy who who really, really sinks into the stereotypical Asian way of speaking for these videos. He, at one point, was serving food out of a food truck. He was serving uh, barbecued pork. And one of the people asked for bar barbecued pork. And then asked, was well, the barbecued pork halal? And Uncle Roger looked at him and said, is the barbecued pork halal? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm lost. <laughs> Why is that funny? Uh, because it's pork. Pork can't be halal. Oh, okay. Oh, it's pork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barbecued pork. Not halal. It's definitely not halal. But he didn't understand that. Right. Well, Uncle okay. Roger knew. But he just wanted to sell oh, right. pork. Oh, oh, well, who the fuck asked that dumbass question? <laughs> the guy ordering <laughs> pork? So, someone ordering a delicious pork. <laughs> pork something. And he was like, oh, great. It's halal. I'll enjoy that. And I'm like, yeah, you will. 
It's delicious. In any case, uh, <laughs> next thing, uh, as a follow-up to that, Biden administration is looking at the abortion problem across the country and is looking to fund the Affordable Care Act uh, and uh, add a new rule which would allow women enrolled in plans covered by the ACA uh, to get birth control coverage regardless of their employer's exemption. Oh, nice. So if the employer says, I'm not going to pay for that, that's fine. The government will cover it, and they can still get the uh, the coverage that they need. Nice. nice. So like a, like a side carriage um, uh, insur- health insurance yeah. to cover your birth control. Nice. Exactly. So I don't know how they're doing that or how they're implementing it mm. without – you know, Congress, but because clearly the the House is not going to go for it. But no, apparently that's the next big thing they're working on. Nice, that's a good one. Uh, because we haven't mentioned him for a little bit, I wanted to mention uh, Representative Paul Gozar, the Gozariant. <laughs> yeah, uh, he has recently voted and very vocal about this to remove Ilhan Omar. From her, uh, what are they called? Her appointments, her committees? Committee seats. Yeah. And um, his argument is that um, she has regularly been very vocal about how she is uh, against Israel. Uh, yep, I remember that talking Yeah, point. it's a talking yeah. point. But he's, but, but, but he's saying she's an anti-Semite. Yes. Because of that. <laughs> yes, he is. Very clearly. Oh, okay. And several of the Republicans are saying this. Why do I pick on uh, Gozar? Because he very regularly uh, retweets and talks with and has, has been pictured with Nick Fuentes. You remember Nick Fuentes? Yeah. The anti-Semite? <laughs> the very vocal isn't anti-Semite. He, uh, one of, isn't he one of Ye's background singers? <laughs> Anymore? I don't know. <laughs> Nick uh, the Chwerp Fuentes? Yeah. <laughs> he was the one that went with uh, Kanye to... Marlo Lago and had oh, dinner yeah. with Trump. With yeah. Milo. Was Milo there? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think he hooked it all up. Oh, uh, okay. And then got fired. Damn. By, <laughs> by the way, we were almost at a world record for this show. Mm-hmm. Oh. No one had mentioned Trump till just oh, now. Oh, wow. Well, wow. Wow. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so Gozar has been pictured with Nick Fuentes and then said, no, I, that was just, you know, it was nothing. And then he's like, I'm, I don't really, I'm not really friends with him. And then a few days later, he tweeted a meme that included a motto from Fuentes' white nationalist group. Jeez. At a conference, goes, uh, Fuentes had remarked, the media is going on saying if Vladimir P- Putin is Adolf Hitler, as if that isn't a good thing. And then, wow. you know, Gozar was asked about this and he's like, ah, well, I'm done dealing with Nick. But then like a month later tweeted stuff that Nick Fuentes had put out about the persecution of Christians under the Biden regime. <laughs> like he keeps trying to distance himself. And then within a few weeks, quoting him and <sighs> continuing. To, you can't just quit him. Right. Just I can't, can't, quit. Yeah, <laughs> can't I quit you, Nick Fuentes. <laughs> well, he's trying to pretend to, you know distance himself but he's not distancing himself because he is he agrees with the ideology that's clear so again does the hypocrisy of the republican party mean anything to anyone no not anymore but i still like to point it out well i'm disturbed (laughs) (laughs) uh on to the gmos i wanted to talk about there's a really nice article on genetic literacy project that talks about gmos and their impact 
well, basically the impact that that the anti-GMO movement has had over the last 20 years. And it's a good article and just a couple highlights from it. Corn, in the article, they showed that genetically modified corn crops yields 5.6 to 24.5% higher than non-GMO corn. Um, they showed a reduction in the mycotoxins, the, the fungus that grows in corn. And in recent studies, it has shown that the GMO corn is actually better for you nutritionally than non-GMO corn. I just, if you're, if you're at all looking at stuff and going, well, I don't like GMOs. I don't want genetically modified. Yeah, yes, you do. Actually, you, you probably yeah. should. Take a look at also, it. Also, we've been doing it for fucking thousands of years. Yeah. Already? No, if it's, a, if, if it's, if it's, you know, stamped with a Monsanto, eh, well, that, look at it sideways. Monsanto, but, <laughs> well, yeah, there's a lot of reasons to hate right. Monsanto for... <laughs> right, And exactly. one of right. the reasons is the, the term GMO, because GMO is genetically mm. modified organisms. Nearly everything we consume has been, or, you know, dogs, cats, well, yeah. cats less so, but um, have been genetically modified by humans. It, but the, the term Monsanto coined the term GMO and started labeling the stuff that they had genetically engineered by altering the DNA of the substance. And they used the term GMO. Well, actually, it should be genetically engineered organisms. But because sure. Monsanto decided to call it GMO, it's, it's grouped in together with broccoli and Brussels sprouts and corn and cauliflower and everything else that we consume that has been genetically modified by humans. Right. Now, that doesn't, well, you know, there's no test tubes involved in most of right. it. We're just, you know, cross-pollinating strains of food until we get one that has the, the you know, the characteristics that we like. And that's Right. I mean, I, I, then you make more. You right. know, I was going to say. And I'm going to give you an example of why everybody's a dummy, just not the fucking Republican, Republican voters. Yeah. I have a friend who staunchly liberal, very, very liberal, hates GMOs. Sure. And I tried to explain to this person, I said, well, you know, actually, you know, basically what you just said, right, uh, about it and how we've been doing it for a long time and it's really just crossbreeding and it's not like fucking around. Showed them Penn and Teller's bullshit. Remember that show? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was a great show. And I showed that person the episode on GMOs and at the end sat there or full said, that's bullshit. I don't believe it. GMOs are bad. <laughs> wow. And I was, Did you tell them about the secret second bad army? <laughs> Just, I was thinking about it. It's before that army came around. Oh, uh, okay. This is before we had two presidents at the same time, Ian. Uh. Right. But yeah, I mean, it just, it's, it does sound spooky, but it's just so commonplace. I mean, yeah. I would, I would challenge anybody to find me a wild apple that looks like a red right. delicious. Oh, no. It's, yeah, it's going to be misshapen and full of bugs. Right. And, yeah. Well, I mean, even if it's not the insects, I mean, you, 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 someone said, hey, this type of apple is good, but this type of apple holds up better in cold weather. Maybe if we, you know, mix these two together, we can get the best. And you just keep going like that down the line until you get a product that is, uh, again, this is never the case, but theoretically, mm. you would want something that's both sustainable and, uh, you know, good for you, but... A usually falls by the wayside because humans are scumbags. <laughs> Have you idiots ever seen what a banana should look right. like? It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they're pithy and horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Go take a bite of a plantain and you get a better idea. Yeah. <laughs> you need those plantains for the mafungal, <laughs> the boy who <laughs> But you can't just take a bite out of it. 
<laughs> no, I didn't see Hypatia just brought up bananas. For- <laughs> yeah, so in any case, I mean, GMOs um, are not necessarily bad. If you want to avoid right. genetically engineered DNA altered stuff, look, do some research. That's fine. Look at it individually. But let me tell you, nearly everything you buy at the supermarket is a GMO. It's been genetically right. modified by humans. If you like your, your Honeycrisp and your Gala apples, which are, you know, they, they, they taste really good, they transport better, they're newer varieties, and the supermarkets can't keep them in stock because they're, you know, they're so good. There's a reason that they exist. They don't call them GMOs, but they were cross-pollinated and cross-bred, and they're, genetic, they're not genetically modified, but they're GMOs. <laughs> all right. But we should all hate Monsanto. Well, yeah, yes. but for That's various true. reasons. Yeah. yeah. Mainly because of their... Financial shenanigans right. and they're you know yeah. running private farmers out of business. Farmers. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right. Uh, hey, I got a COVID story, and this one's actually good. Whoa, Ooh. it's over, right? Um, uh, in May, getting, getting <laughs> close. Well, the government says it's it's over in May. Government restrictions, but in any case, hey, it didn't copy the numbers over in that graphic. So I bet you wonder what that line <laughs> is. <laughs> uh, they call that the widowmaker, right? <laughs> so this winter was a better COVID winter than we've had since uh, 2020. This this winter yeah. was actually, so far, has been better than even 2020. Um, so the little bumps at the beginning, couple little bumps, that was 2020. The, the, big, the first big bump was the winter of 2021. Uh, the second mm. big bump, or the, the biggest spike, is the uh, winter of, uh, or January 22, um, and then down here at the very end, that's where we're at now, coming out of January of 23. Oh, so this is the most mild COVID winter we have had by a significant... Right. It looks like it's trending upward, but could go back down. We'll yeah, it, it, yeah, it's it, it's kind of curving back down. So the number of cases in January, nice. like we're looking at 137,000 in uh, January 21, uh, 159,000 January 22. We're at 45,000 in January 23. This is based on the number of uh, hospitalizations uh, during the winter months. So it's it's looking way better. It's still out there. It's still danger. There are still people dying every day. Mm. But it is looking way better. That's a good thing. Sweet. That's actual yep. data showing that it's now endemic. Yes. I mean, now it's going to be the COVID slash flu season. Yeah. Right. Uh, final story. Have you seen a UFO? If you have, personally, wish. Uh, if you have, Enigma Labs wants you to uh, get an app and report it in their app. Uh, there is now an app for tracking UFOs that you have spotted. Oh yeah. my! I don't. They're opening up a can of worms. I don't think they're ready for. <laughs> Maybe. Now, or are they? I don't. Well, they're limiting it. It's currently invite only app, and mm. I don't know how that's going to work. How do you get an invite? I don't have any idea. They're not saying, I guess. But um, I think they're slowly building it up so that you can say that you saw X number of objects, what shape they were, how high in the sky they were, um, how big they were, and uh, what type of movement it had. So, yeah, it's, a, it's an app to track UFO data so that they can, I don't know, compile it all and... Hmm. As long as they can, um, you know, blackball people who are just bonkers and report every airplane they see, <laughs> it should be okay. This does fall under the line of, why didn't you guys think of this, Ian? Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm with Joshua. This is such a dumb idea. Why didn't I think of it? Or why did why did I allow my brain to be like, no, that's a dumb idea. Don't don't right. cultivate that. Probably because it would involve knowing how to you know program an app, which I don't. So I think the that's a hurdle that the I don't big want thing to would be hey getting all the data like that database is going to be mm-hmm. really difficult to manage. You and Ian, what, clearly have not gone to Hustler University, <laughs> uh, hosted by one Andrew Tate. <laughs> <laughs> where he teaches you, if you want to start something up, exploit your family, because they work for free. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is that the Andrew Tate who's still in jail in... Is it... Hu- Romania? Romania, yes. that's it. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a four-part behind the bastards on that scumbag that I, <laughs> that I listened to. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, he is a type A asshole. <laughs> yeah. I hope he rots, I hope he rots in jail. <laughs> he won't. He's rich. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. You guys have anything else? No, ma'am. Okay. Um, if you, I, if I would say, if you can, you know, I don't know. I haven't done any research into it yet, but there should be good places to donate money to uh, Turkey, because and Syria, because holy crap, they need it. That's true. I didn't really throw that in because it doesn't really have a, you know, religious anything. Religious political angle of any but, variety. Holy no. crap! The number, the number of casualties is just going to be skyrocketing. Yeah. And, Seems to be, and the, yeah, the worst part of it is that this is is has happened before. They knew it was going to happen, and you know, poverty and grift has prevented the buildings from being built in a way that they can sustain in a in a in a in a uh, in an earthquake earthquake like earthquake. this. So yeah, in an earthquake yeah. like th- of this magnitude. So they knew it was coming. They were unprepared. Yeah, I mean, an earthquake of that size at 4 a.m. where everybody's in bed and the buildings just collapse. Hoy. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, Joshua just posted that there have been 500 aftershocks since the first initial event. Yeah, the, I mean, the first initial was 7.8. They had an aftershock of 7.5. That is a notable earthquake at any yeah, point in time. Yeah! <laughs> Holy crap. Well, yeah. if that's it, I'm going to start wrapping up for this week. Uh, first, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could join us tonight. Joshua, Hypatia, Hessian Gixon, Grinch, we do appreciate the feedback and the comments. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, you can support it by joining them on our Patreon page or sharing the podcast on social media or leave us a review wherever you happen to listen. If you'd like to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or tweeting at ProfaneArg. Also, please check out the other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. Soon to be named network.com will get you to all of the shows. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.